Welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. What's going on, Bill? What's going on, AJ? Today we're talking about Black Klansman, directed mm. by Spike Lee, starring John David Washington and Adam Driver. Do you have a synopsis for this I, one, I, uh, AJ? I do, Bill. Uh, Ron Stallworth, an African-American police officer from Colorado, successfully manages to infiltrate the local Ku Klux Klan with the help of a white surrogate who eventually becomes head of the local branch. Mm. Jesus. Bill, <laughs> should I go see it? Absolutely. Yeah, everyone's this talking is, about yeah, it right now. This is a, uh, no doubt about it, a must see. And it's crazy because it's a true story. It is? For the most part. So, so I, maybe I shouldn't say for the most part. The premise is true. I have a they lot of do, questions. <laughs> it gets exaggerated to make it into an actual like entertaining movie. But the basic premise of Cop in Colorado, the first black cop in Colorado Springs history, played by John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son, mm -hmm. you may know from Ballers. He sees an ad in the paper for the local KKK chapter, like wanting members, and he cold calls them and impersonates a white man. And this is the second movie this year where we've talked about somebody using like quote unquote white voice. White voice, yeah. Uh, after Sorry to Bother You, which was another one we uh, talked about. Mm -hmm. And he gets their buy-in from the KKK to the point of them wanting to meet. And then it becomes, well, what do I do now? And he connects yeah. with Adam Driver, who's another member of the force. And they together create this joint character of Ron Stallworth where John David Washington talks to him on the phone and Adam Driver meets them in person. Yeah, and together they he, infiltrate the KKK. What happens when he talks to him in person? Aren't their voices different? Uh, they try, they like work together on workshopping the voice to like make sure it's as similar <laughs> as possible. And then they make comments about like, oh, you know, allergies or whatever, or the phone line's bad. They try to just, yeah. and it's the 70s, so it's different. Sure. So that is the, the basic premise. And that is what happened in real life. The movie goes on to have the KKK have a particular plot. And now they're trying to like infiltrate and prevent that plot from happening, that attack or whatever they're doing. That's all me. And made a up. lot of that is all sort of make pretend just to make it a thrilling cop movie. Sure. But the premise is, is true. Uh, and it's, it's great. They do it. Spike Lee does such a good job. It's not the most conventional movie because it is a Spike Lee movie. No. So he does things a little differently. No, it's not a Spike Lee movie. Pardon me. Spike, Spike Lee, Lee joint. Yep. Thank you. Um, but lots of the movie is hilarious. If you've seen the trailers, like they're billing it as a comedy and for the most part, it very much is. Yeah. Uh, and Adam Driver and uh, John David Washington are great. They're funny together. They have great comedic timing. I mean, Adam Driver is one of the best young actors working today, period. True. Uh, and then it gets into uh, all the sort of messaging that it has in the movie as well. I mean, it's a powerful movie. I assume the messaging is pretty simple of like the KKK is bad. True. Yes, that is accurate. <laughs> Both to this movie and in real life. It's a real nuanced take. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, I mean like you, I, I, Spike Lee doing a movie about the KKK seems pretty like I can, in my mind, I can picture what a Spike Lee movie about the KKK pr pretty much on the nose, right? Super on the nose. The movie does not mess around with its message. It, there is no nuance. There is no subtlety. It is obvious. Uh, not only in its thoughts on the KKK and white supremacy, but also on the parallels to today and some of the references that are made to today's administration and today's political climate. But in the context and the dialogue of the 1970s? Correct. How does he do that? 
uh, subtle, well, not that subtle, nods to things like there are scenes with David Duke, who's played by Topher Grace, who's the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Topher Grace plays David Topher Grace. Duke? Yeah. Great performance. Really? So good. For those that don't know, Topher Grace is... Uh, the main character from that 70s show. That guy. Uh, yeah, he's great as a young David Duke. <laughs> and he'll say things that would be echoed in today's messaging, like uh, putting America first, for instance. That phrase comes uh... up. Yeah. Or trying to restore America's greatness again. So like little plays on today's. Those aren't little plays. Well, those yeah. are blatant. those are big plays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're not getting around. Yeah, because because in my head, like what I said before, is that like I think in my head I could imagine what a Spike Lee movie about the KKK is like, right? Mm-hmm. And I I think that it's not like Spike Lee has made this movie to get across to the person who voted. Republican in Alabama (laughs) or voted Republican in Ohio. It's for people that understand that there's like morality in being a good person and not being a white, white supremacist. So like what I guess what I would know is like, if it was a different director besides Spike Lee, do you think that message would have been a little bit easier to comprehend if you were that red voter in Alabama or that red voter in Ohio, or if you were just a, you know what it's, I mean? Yeah, it's it's interesting because you could have done this story two different ways. And Spike Lee had his way, which was completely on the nose. All our cards are on the table. This is for the patron of the choir. This is for the base. Like we are going to portray the KKK for how we see them, ridicule them. They're bumbling idiots. They have no value, all that stuff. Yeah. Or the other way you could have made this story is to try to make it a little subtler make the KKK more like, oh, that could be my neighbor. That could be in some aspects, me make people squirm a little bit. Sure. Um, so there's definitely arguments to be made that the movie could have been more effective on a larger scale and, and touch more people or impact more people or change their thinking mm. if it was in a more subtle package, but that's not Spike Lee's prerogative. He went, not. he went for the throat and just went at it. Uh, and there's, there's no qualms about what this movie uh, is trying to say. What's the best part of the film? It's close between the direction and the performances are really what carry it. Uh, the writing's pretty good, but sometimes like that on the noseness is like a little like eye rolling, like yeah. um, depending on how you view it. But the performances carry it, and then Spike Lee's unique direction, especially the bookends of the movie, and there's a couple scenes in the middle that are really this the way they're edited edited make them more powerful than they would be in, in a lesser director's mm-hmm. hands. Uh, so the, yeah, the direction is there and the, uh, the acting is fantastic. Also the soundtrack's really good. I know Craig might have a problem with that, but whenever there's a soundtrack that brings up the seventies, oh, it's just like all the greatest music ever written. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cause a lot of Motown in it, which I consider the best music ever. So I was uh, <laughs> enjoying that aspect of it as well. Love it. Um, so go out, see it. Don't wait for it to come out on uh, HBO or streaming. No, I would go now, especially because of the national conversation happening around it and some of the think pieces coming out about it. It's just a great movie to to see because I agree with the messaging and I believe in it. So there's that. And then it's something that you can talk about by the water cooler type of thing as well. So you want to be in on the conversation on a movie like this, especially the longer it's out and the more people it touches, the more you're going to hear about it. And when we get to award season, I'm sure it's going to be talked about as well. So you want to be in on that type of combo. Love it. Thanks, Bill. 
Thanks for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Please make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. Turn back now. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe now. <laughs>